0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. This is episode number eight, and I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle. Shell, what's happening today?
1: not much malcolm um we're ready getting ready to go load in for memphis and may today and we flew in from vegas last night about oh, midnight. yeah
0: it was 11 30 we got delayed bad in atlanta i mean yeah. atlanta is such a busy airport and it's only a 50 minute flight back home from there but man when you get there and they change your next boarding time by 30 minutes and you get out there and there's 28 planes deep on the <laughs> runway and it's another 30 minutes sitting there I was just ready to get home yeah. but I tell you what we spent about 48 hours in Vegas and we did the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> now we went out to the National Hardware Show this week and it was fun. Um, Joey Machado and Travis from B&B Charcoal invited us to come out and um, we had a great group of guys out there and we just cooked a bunch of barbecue um, and passed it out spreading the word about B&B I mean, we got to hang out with Big Mo; it's always good to see him. Uh, Mark Lambert, Kendall went with us um hondo cosmo was there noah from pit barrel was there and we cooked up all kind of stuff
1: yeah y'all did uh i had on my list what what did you cook in vegas
0: well you know uh they did some rib noah did ribs on the pit barrel mark hanging ribs, hang, yeah. Uh, yeah hanging ribs mark did a. Uh, Tri-tips on his red box. Those were good. Some bacon-wrapped smoked sausage. I didn't I ta- get any I of I talked to him doing that. Yeah. Uh, Joey had brought one of those uh, Brazilian uh, rodizio grills, you know, the spinner like making kebabs and stuff. We did some pork loins and some pineapples. I glazed those pineapples with a little bit of that pineapple heat from uh, Cosmo. That was those are awesome. Yeah. And then um, what else did we do? I did some bologna and barbecue. You got to have some barbecue bologna. The crowd love that. I did some bologna burnin. in. <laughs> I was passing them out
1: and people kept going. What is this? Oh, it's it, yeah, it's <laughs> is it grilled watermelon. Well, it, it, you know
0: it's kind of French. Well, no, I guess it's Italian cured meat. <laughs> in Mississippi, we call it bologna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We put some smoke on it. Hey, Mo did some chicken wings that were out of this world. He did did some kind of um, cognac cognac sauce sauce going on some of his tri-tip. Man, that was awesome. It almost had like a a real earthy mushroom flavor. And I was Mm. like, Mo, did you put mushrooms in this? And he was like, no, man, it's just this sauce he whipped up. And that was good. Um, What else was – we did all kinds of, you know, good stuff. I mean, there was pork chops, and uh, we did um, pork butts, brisket. Um, I mean, all of it. We just – man – joey had just a cooler full of meat and let us pick whatever we wanted to grab and that was our first time doing the hardware show i didn't realize there was going to be you know over 50,000 people there it was
1: crazy how many people were there and how many booths were there it was a little
0: overwhelming i tell you what i can't wait to go back and that was our first time
1: to vegas we
0: vegas is wild as hell i mean i loved it we saw man we saw all kinds of people out there we ran into a group at the Golden Nugget. Was a, They were base jumpers. They were all dressed in like these Burning Man outfit. I and mean, then there was a guy dressed like a jellyfish. I and mean, there was a dude in a full line costume. I mean, <laughs> there was some wild folks. They was having a time. Yeah. You know, we had to eat some good food. We uh, where was the steakhouse we went to? At it was in the
1: Hollywood. But Planet I don't Hollywood. With the name of it. Yeah, was. we uh, we went there the it first was night.
0: First my steak was good yours your was steak overdone. was good well yours was overdone
1: mine was yeah i, I ordered a filet rare plus and because i like rare meat you yeah. know and um they brought it to me maybe medium well yeah. <laughs> it was, there was no pink in it
0: the beverages were cold
1: the, i will <laughs> say that that helped a lot that, yeah. that eased the sting of. i'll tell you what steak. i really
0: enjoyed was that sushi bar at the golden nugget that was good i mean you know after we've been out cooking barbecue all day and set a record for heat in may in vegas i mean you know if, if i'm coming it's gonna break some kind of heat record <laughs> but you know the heat wasn't that bad even I mean, we were on asphalt so
1: it was kind of radiating it's yeah, probably
0: about a eh, smooth 140 right there <laughs> on the asphalt in the sun but
1: and they were cooking had 10 different smokers going underneath what three 10 by 10 yeah, yeah so it was
0: it was hot tight quarters it was hot but you know, it would not like Memphis heat. Mm-hmm. Here, if it would have broken 90 degrees here, we'd have been sweated down. Out there, it's so arid, the climate. It's really nice. And if you found a shade and caught a breeze, it was
1: pleasant yeah, almost. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I
0: mean, I, th- I thought it was great. I can't wait to go back next yeah. year. I hope we get invited back.
1: Yeah. That was a real quick trip for us. We left on Tuesday noon and flew back in last night. About so 11.30 Thursday.
0: after our delays in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, if you ever have to go to Atlanta, you know how bad that is. I've You're never... Sort of Sit on the runway for after our plane was delayed like 45 minutes to board Then you get out there and there's 28 planes in a line to go off and they come on and say it's going to be about 30 more minutes it's like oh god get me off this plane get me off the plane we could have just, it a, but it was a 50 minute flight so it wasn't bad
1: yeah we're back home now
0: and now you know what time it is shell it's memphis it's in may, may time we're start we actually start today i just got to go ahead to uh, drop our trailers off. We're going to get a little jump on it since we're one of the local teams. They'll they'll let some of us go ahead and get in, get out of the way for all the guys coming in from out of town tomorrow.
1: Well, I'm going to stop you right there because this is going to be our Memphis and May edition podcast, and we're going to talk all about it. I got a list of questions for you. Hey,
0: I'm ready for them.
1: First, I want to talk about before we dive too deep in there. First, I want to talk about the stuffed venison backstrap recipe you did this week. Oh,
0: yeah, I almost forgot about that because we filmed it before we went to (laughs) Vegas last week. (laughs) Yeah, and we released it yesterday. That was, you know, deer meat, man. I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we, we, I, and when after barbecue season, you know, me, me and Waylon go deer hunting. I do my best to you know just get our freezer full and usually shoot you on the time, but you know there's backstraps. I mean, that's probably the best thing on the deer and we love it. I mean it is. I've got so many ways that we cook it, but this way is incredibly easy. I mean I just butterflied it open and then I made up the stuffing and I kept it you know simple. Four ingredients. There's just cream cheese, mushrooms, onion, and some flat leaf parsley. Seasoned it with just a little AP. You could put whatever you wanted in there if you wanted it spiced up. You know, make that recipe your own. Somebody um,
1: said they would. They do it with
0: jalapeno Oh yeah, you can substitute yeah. out parsley for spinach. Put sun dried tomatoes. There's all kind of stuff you can stuff it with. I just kept it easy. Crawfish tails. Yeah, I mean, could, <laughs> hey, crab stuff, dear meat You yeah. don't think that would be good? But I wrapped the whole thing up in bacon instead of skewering it. I just kind of uh not, not like a bacon weave. It was just strips of bacon kind of overlapping, shingled a little bit. And once you get them rolled over and it tucked around that back strap, it all holds itself together. Especially that,
1: when you put it on that rack. You use that yeah. pork rack and set it on so it made it easier. So you don't though. have to
0: move it around and it's going to sit there and cook. And you're, For me, deer meat, I'm just cooking it till the bacon's done. I like it more rare. I mean, that one was a little bit over than what I wanted. If I had to change it, you always ask me, what would you change? Um, I probably would have got that one off a little bit earlier for my taste. Because I like it more on the rare side, yeah. but it was a smaller backstrap, so you, yeah, know, was, you, to, this, you,
1: you might have had to take it a little bit longer to get the bacon, right? right. And it, it
0: was, was about was. thirty minutes. It was done. All it took. I cooked it like at three twenty-five. Right. In. I had to. I cooked it on the Traeger pellet grill. You could cook it on whatever grill you wanted. You just want to run it a high enough heat to brown that bacon and not overcook the deer. So that's why I was up in that three hundred range, over three hundred range. Yeah. Uh, put a little bit of smoke on it. it's great. It doesn't need a whole lot of smoke because the bacon's already smoky. And you know, I'm using that bacon to add fat and moisture to that backstrap and man, it would melt in your mouth. It was very good. So if you hadn't <laughs> tried if you good. hadn't tried stuffed backstrap that way, you got to. You gotta find you some deer. You could do it with pork loin. You could do it with a uh, you know, beef loin. But, man, deer's where it's at.
1: I really think if you got a pork loin, did the exact same thing, used the exact same stuffing, everything, it would be really good yeah, too. Yeah, and the
0: only thing you change is you just cook, uh, cook it a little bit more done for yeah, pork. That's... I'd take it to about 140, let it carry over to 145. It'd be perfect.
1: Yeah, and I saw someone asked a question that they like their bacon a little more done. Could they pre-cook it? and yeah yeah
0: you could get it started see so what i would do with that is we've done ahead. that with shrimp yeah you'd lay it out and get it started you don't want to cook it towards getting it's getting crazy. it still needs to be pretty flexible you know you want limp bacon yeah and then, then wrap it around it and it would be just it would work just the same if you yeah. want your bacon a little more done the one, i like chewy bacon
1: <laughs> i like
0: it crispy yeah
1: um the one thing i will say about that recipe is that the stuffing kind of made more than you needed that worked out to be a good thing for us because I that next day I bought some, what did I buy, Bella? They were uh, baby Bellas. Be, baby Bellas. They are pretty big heads. I removed the stems, you know, washed them, put a little olive oil on it, a little salt and pepper, and then used that stuffing in it, baked them for 20, 30
0: minutes. It wasn't long. It was just, yeah. just long enough to get the mushrooms cooked some. I mean, they were... Those were awesome too. They, yeah, those, they are, were. those are good stuff. And mushrooms. that was the
1: easiest mushroom stuffed mushroom recipe I've done yeah. because I already had everything. Everything was ready. All you had <laughs> to spoon
0: it in. Huh? But no, that's a good recipe. Y'all got to give that one a shot. And that stuffing, you could play and make that your own. Real easy.
1: Yeah. So now this. Now we can talk about Memphis and May.
0: Now we're ready for Memphis and yeah. May. The Memphis- the Super Bowl of swine.
1: <laughs> it really is kind of our Super Bowl. We talk about it a lot because it's a big deal in
0: Memphis. I mean, from where we're from, that's where we got started. That's what. You know, we, I grew up knowing what Memphis and May was and, and you know, seeing these guys win. And every year, um, I didn't get to go down there a lot as a kid. But as we got older, I had friends, you know, that their parents cooked in Memphis and May. So we would get to go down there and be a part of it. And it's just, if you've never been to a festival, a barbecue fest like Memphis and May, man, you're, no like you're missing Night. out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big events, but Memphis and May is just the top the pinnacle of barbecue to me i mean it really in the, for the world i mean it's it's amazing how many people come there there will be you know what right at 300 teams and these are these aren't just like pop-up tents and, and a grill i mean these yeah. are productions i mean we we put our heart and soul and in, in in the Memphis and may and the budget shows it's so expensive <laughs> to do but man it's fun it, i can't wait shell i'm already my hair standing up on the back of my neck i'm ready
1: <laughs> i'm not quite there yet but uh, Cause it's so daunting, it can be really daunting from uh, our perspective. Yeah. But this year, I'm not getting stressed out about it. I'm, I'm ready to go. Have fun. I, I've pre-planned everything. Yeah. And so we're gonna kind of talk about. I'm gonna ask you some questions, and we're gonna talk about Memphis and May from the Cooks' perspective. All right. Because it is. It is a sight to behold, you know, it is a big production. There's a lot that goes into it. It is. We've been
0: planning it for a long time. Yeah. I mean. And really there there's three big
1: barbecue contests out there I'd say. There's Jack Daniels, American Royal, Memphis and May.
0: That's the one. you gotta throw Houston in there. I've yeah. never been to it, but it's on my bucket list. Houston but, uh, might be
1: in the mix of that. And and you know, you could argue about which of those is the most prestigious to win.
0: But. I say Memphis and Bay. I'm biased.
1: <laughs> well, everybody's got their own opinion, but when, there's no debate in which one requires the most work and the most investment. And,
0: when it comes know. to pork barbecue, I don't know if there's a bigger one than Memphis. Yeah. I mean, those others all do. You got your brisket in there and you got your chicken in there. and But when it comes to pork, Memphis is king. Yeah,
1: Memphis is pork.
0: And so that's, let's, let's first, let's talk about what Memphis and Bay is. It's, so it's a, it's a pork barbecue contest, and you have to pick which category you're going to do. You can do whole hog, you can do whole shoulders, or you can do ribs. They have some ancillary categories. That's for something to do on Friday. But the big event, the winner, the grand champion, is whoever cooked the best pork shoulder, the best whole hog, or the best ribs. And they break it down just like that.
1: And you can only choose
0: one category. You can only choose one. So, you know, we're in shoulder division. And they'll be, you know probably, if I had to guess, 75, 80 shoulder teams that we're going against. And they'll take the top three of those, and they go against the top three in the whole hog in the, the, the ribs. So there's nine teams that make the final round. And then they bring this, this set of four judges around to those nine teams, and they pick one winner, one team, to be the grand champion of all that pork and man to get to walk that stage as grand champion i can't imagine i've never got to do that oh i want it to be my year
1: <laughs> so we've been cooking memphis May since when when do we start
0: 2006 and we actually started in the amateur they called it patio division yeah. this is where you you know you you want to do memphis May, but you're you're young you're just getting you don't started have that much money yeah you don't have that much money and you know you may not be a professional barbecue at that point A lot of those guys go to have a good time, and we, you know, this was back when we were doing all, you know, we were doing backyard events. We didn't, we weren't pros by any means, but we we got up enough money, and we said, hey, we're going to try Memphis in May the first time, see how we do, and
1: so we entered the patio porker division, and you have to do ribs in
0: patio, ribs only.
1: The thing about patios is there is only one size
0: booth you get for patio,
1: and how big is it? Like a
0: ten by it was like maybe fifteen by fifteen or something. It wasn't fifteen by twenty. It wasn't big at all. And we had that year. I bet we had a thousand people. So it, <laughs> but you gotta understand, the patio teams just kind of spill out into the street. It's kind of like a block party meets yeah. a barbecue contest. I mean, those guys over there throw down.
1: I mean, <laughs> the, it, biggest party, I'd say it's the, the biggest big party i would
0: this is the biggest party patio. It was fun, and we locked up and won that year. And once you win the patio division at Memphis, you get you get a big trophy, you get to go on stage, and then you have to turn pro. And so that's where our pro career started. After then, we we became professional barbecuers, little, little do we know. <laughs> and so that's where, you know, I say that's really where I, I, I became a pro barbecue I throw yeah. one Memphis in May in the patio. 2006, and man, what is that? It's 18 now, do the
1: math.
0: 12 years. Yeah.
1: So we've
0: been cooking, years, this will wow. be our 12th year in Memphis in May? Yeah. Or 13th, 12th? 12th year. Let's go twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. 13, we might have to all bets off that year, huh?
1: So let's talk about when we start. Let's take it from the, the top. When do we start planning
0: for Memphis in May? <laughs> when it's over. I start thinking about <laughs> what we can do next year. Usually it's what we can downsize. Yeah. How can we make we, this we easier on ourselves? But, no, you know, it's one of those things where we I have a running list of the stuff that I'm going to need for Memphis in May. Because, I mean, you know, we're out there. It really starts Wednesday. The contest turn-in is not till Saturday. But the rest of the time... It really starts the weekend before because you load in the weekend yeah, before. That's, it starts today for us. Yeah. But we actually don't cook anything, probably till Wednesday. I mean, you spend a few days decorating your booth. Um, a lot of it's like... It used to be Friends and Family Day, but now they just opened it wide up for everybody on Wednesday. And that's when people start entertaining. You know, you got a, a lot of people that that um have sponsors that that they come in and they feed they do these dinners um lunch and you know they'll, they'll serve 100 people at lunch and then they'll turn around and they'll have another 100 people come in for dinner that night we mm-hmm. don't do that anymore we just cook for us for our friends and visitors that come yeah but i still a lot of teams do I mean, it I'll,
1: to compensate to to, to be able offset to afford the, it yeah and yeah. yeah,
0: offset those the cost of it because it is expensive but i mean it's a lot of work
1: and it's you know you have a bigger investment when you do a lot of catering
0: and it's a party atmosphere for those days you know wednesday thursday nights those are your party nights friday after official meat inspection that's when it starts getting serious you know those hogs go on early we start getting our shoulders ready about you know after lunch on friday they're going on that you know early evening, yeah. and we're cooking them all night. So there's not really that much partying going on on Friday night.
1: Yeah.
0: But, but that, <laughs> maybe not
1: in our tent. <laughs>
0: <not>. Those rib <laughs> guys, they're still partying. Yeah, we might I go to visit Kendall after <laughs> we get ours on. <laughs> go down there and help him party.
1: They still have a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of businesses that have their own booths and do their own hospitality things down there. Yeah. So there's still a lot of people down there having a good time Friday. Yeah. There's a lot of entertaining going on, and and one thing about Memphis May is it's right on the banks of the river it's in may it's a, a huge music fest just happened what two weeks before yeah. right there in the same spot so it's gonna Last be weekend. a mud hole yeah
0: yeah well you know it all depends on the rain and so it wasn't that bad um for music fest they had we had a little bit of rain but it wasn't it wasn't bad enough i bet it just settled the dust i'm not expecting it to be muddy at all because it's it's so hot now I mean, we're hitting 90 degrees they are calling for rain. I mean, it's May in Memphis. You know it's going to rain. And so we're, we're always prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, but you have
1: to have a floor a tent. Yeah,
0: we get a floor. That goes in with part of our planning. When we're renting a, you know, they have a recommended rental company that Memphis and May wants you to use. I guess they get a contract with them or whatever. I,
1: think, I don't think you can, can you rent from anyone else?
0: I don't think, you can bring your own if you have yeah. it and set it up. But we always rent. Yeah, We always rent a floor to get you off the mud. And then we rent a tent to go on the floor to give us a dry cooking area. We're going to park our trailer in our booth. Um, our booth is twenty-six by forty this year on the river, and it's plenty big enough for us to put our trailer in. Have you know port, you got to have Portageon out there. We'll have a little cooking area in the back, and then we'll have our show area in the front. And it's I mean it's it's kind of simple, but it, uh, Memphis and May is unique too because you actually have to decorate it up because you have judges come on site. You know, we'll do our blind entry, uh, but we're also going to have three separate judges that come one after another, and they're going to judge us on site on how we cook that pork shoulder, the presentation of it, what our our area looks like. And they're not expecting it to be, like, over the top, decorating all that. They just want it to look neat and clean, you know, did you pick up all the cigarette butts. Does it look like a place you'd want to go have a barbecue? Yeah. I've had some barbecues in pretty bad places, too, so I'm like, <laughs> if I'm judging that, I'm really not too particular. But, but you know, people do. So There are some people that go over the top, and you see the white linens breaking out, the fine china. We don't do all that. But, there's,
1: I mean, not even just for the on-site. There's some people that go over the top just for their booth, you know, for the a, hospitality. There'll be three-story booths there.
0: We've done the double-decker before. Yeah, we've it's we've done the two-story. It's a lot of fun, but yeah, uh, it's a lot and of work. They construct
1: the scaffolding that, you know, creates... A whole or upper again. level,
0: man! It doubles your booth size, and you have—I
1: mean—because the space is so limited right there on the river, you have to go up.
0: You can't no, go out. No. <laughs> I don't know. We don't. We, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to, and it's a lot of fun. But you got to realize you're just inviting more trouble when you do that, because everybody wants to come hang out at your spot. It's
1: a lot more work. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is a
0: lot more work. But I mean, we're there to cook. I'm just... there to impress them with my shoulder this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna cook the best shoulder in the world. And we're going to feed it to those judges, and their eyes are going to roll back. It's going to be one of those moments where, ah, port nirvana. And we're going to be on stage. I'm, I'm pulling all this karma, and I'm wishing Visualize all this. Yeah, i visualizing. It's going to happen. That's what I like it. I, yeah.
1: So let's talk about the cost of Memphis MA.
0: Oh, man, you don't want to know. What's the, you don't see that change. Let's say.
1: It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> thinking of us write-off show. You know? <laughs> we're marketing.
1: Let's say, what's the smallest tent? or the smallest uh uh
0: so if you want to do ribs small booth yeah ribs only yes you could probably get in it for five six hundred bucks just the spot just the spot and, and then, then you, you got can... a rental tent or put up your own tent and floor yeah. um so you know you're still looking you're still looking at a couple thousand dollars just to play yeah before you buy
1: say. any meat yeah before you buy meat you need a fence you've got to have some type of fencing separate yeah. your booth from the others there's some decorating, yeah. you know. Even if you did
0: bare minimum decorating, there's... you're gonna spend a couple grand. Mm-hmm. But it's the world championship. Yeah. I mean, you know This ain't this ain't coming out and trying to see how cheap we can make it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you ain't gonna go play at the Super Bowl saying, if you ain't spent some money to get there. If
1: you were trying to do it as cheaply as possible. Yeah, in
0: backyard.
1: I mean, it's still no, not backyard uh, professional.
0: I would say you still have a two thousand dollar budget. I think you could do it. I can make it happen on two thousand dollars.
1: Tent, for spot,
0: meat, meat basic decorations one cooler for some beer in it just for me yeah and that's it that's it two thousand no, dollars it might do it cheaper than that i don't i, I don't thought know. it would be more than that i would i would have yeah. guessed three or four no, i think you could do it for less than that if you really were cutting corners and watching it you could still it's pretty uh it's, it's, it's expensive
1: yeah I mean, i'm not gonna lie it's expensive and we talked about the sea having that low entry point of you know 100 bucks and a grill yeah, yeah. this one has probably the highest yeah
0: if you yeah if you want to Cook a championship, the world championship. SEA is the way to it go. It's not nearly as expensive. <laughs> yeah. It may get there. What if it keeps growing the way it's growing? But yeah, Memphis and May it's not cheap. I mean, yeah. we we have our budget. I usually say ten grand, and Ooh, we usually no. we try to keep it under yes. that. You don't. You don't know that. I don't tell <laughs> you what our budget is.
1: <laughs> but do you also have sponsors? You have, you know, you do. Oh category. yeah, With I
0: that, can't come out of my pocket ten grand. Yeah. So, I wish I had t grand to spend on a barbecue contest.
1: <laughs> We've cut back a lot with not doing all the catering and, and stuff like that.
0: And that's how most teams offset it. Yeah. they bring in companies that are going to feed people for those, and they'll charge them $75 to $100 yeah. bucks a head. And you gotta, I mean, that adds up, and you're feeding them good barbecue. But, I mean, if I had a company and wanted to feed some people coming to Memphis, that would be impressive to be mm-hmm. able to bring my clients or friends down to Memphis in May and sit them on the river and give them some real barbecue, not the restaurant stuff. Yeah. Open I mean, this bar, open bar. I mean, the and there's teams of DJs. Around. I mean, they yeah. don't once you have bands, but a lot of people have DJs, and it's a it's a party. Yeah, I it's sign to I plan on going hit some of those up. Yeah, the whole thing is cooking the shoulders and doing the best. So the teams that you see are serious. They go. Those are the ones that always end up on the top. I mean, you you know, going into Memphis, you're going to have a certain percentage of people that are there for the party, there for the good time, or and there for the you know the hospitality. hospitality. But then you get the teams that are there. Really to win, and those are the ones you got to watch out for. Those are the ones we're gunning for. I'd like to think we're one of those. We're, we're a little more serious about. It. I mean, it is fun. Don't get me wrong, but we're there to win. I ain't doing all this hard work, spending all this money to not give it our best.
1: Mm-hmm. We can party at home. Party, is what you yeah, say? Man, party at home,
0: <laughs> all you want.
1: <laughs> so our team, Killer Hogs, we've entered every category. Um, we started off in ribs. We did hog one year, and then we've been doing shoulder for how many years now?
0: Man, I, At least five, right? No, longer than that. I would probably say like eight or more. It's been a we've, been, we've been in a shoulder run for a while. Um, shoulders was always one of our... I think we finished every... In the top ten, we finished every spot except one, two, or three in shoulders. <laughs> so, I mean, we got to make finals this year. But, you know, our ribs been so hot in NBN that, that we're kind of getting the itch to switch to ribs. So, I don't know if we're going to do shoulders next year we're we'll gonna wait and see we'll talk about year. that next year yeah, that's gonna be for the the post planning right yeah or pre-planning for 2019 i guess we could look at it that way
1: so let's talk about how it goes down saturday
0: morning so saturday morning is when the judges come yeah. and usually i've stayed up the night uh me and mark williams are gonna be the night guys this year way will go home get him some rest jamie'll go home you'll go home or go to the condo and get some few hours sleep but you have to be back so early mm-hmm. to get that booth ready yeah because I mean, the judges show up at what 11 i think not yeah that's usually about right first judge will be on site at 11 so our blind turn in will probably be 10 45 to 11 mm-hmm. we have to build our blind box but we have to get you know everything well, set what goes up. in your blind box um you've, you've got to put portions of your shoulder in there that's what that's what you know the blind box really and what is, is your main box? that's what wins that contest for <laughs> you I mean, we can, you know, on-site, we always do so good. But Blind Box is where, you know, you send it in Limited to a table of, blind, of judges that don't have no clue who it is. And you've got to win your table to even think about making it to that final round. Yeah, it's a styrofoam
1: but, takeout box. Yeah, that's
0: all it is. It's like a, what is it, 9 by 9 or 8 by 8 styrofoam yeah. box. I don't know the no exact garnish, dimensions. Only Just meat. meat. You can turn in a cup of sauce with it if you like. Two cups tops because they'll let you do like a mild and a hot and then you just put the best parts of the shoulder you cook in that box and we cook three whole shoulders just for building our blinds because i'm wanting those tubes out of it i'm wanting the all, the best bark on top and then i'm wanting that best brisket meat to build the, the foundation of my box that's where a lot
1: of people don't when you say brisket meat
0: you oh, mean the brisket, brisket of the shoulder yeah <laughs> um, shoulder brisket you don't know about shoulder <laughs> it ain't beef i probably if you turned in some beef some they wouldn't they wouldn't know what to do so i pull brisket in there some people no. don't. Know it's, it's pulled pork, but we get it from the brisket area. It's a yeah. little piece of meat on the bottom. And it's, oh, it's so good. The flour. I call it the flour of the shoulder. It's just encapsulated. It's kind of like fatty point. You know, that's the best way to describe it. It's pork. It's just surrounded by fat. And as it cooks, it's just like eating fatty brisket. It just yeah. melts in your mouth. That makes the best box. That makes the best meat for the box and the bottom. Keeps it nice and warm. And then you can display your tubes and your pieces with your chunks or your bark on it. And you know what? We may slip a slip a shoulder money muscle in there this year. <laughs> hey, these shoulders that I've been getting from TK man, they've got some awesome money muscles on them. You can't you can't separate like you can at KCBs at Memphis and May. You have to cook it whole. So and usually by the time you get the rest of that shoulder done, the money muscle's overcooked. Well, I've got one shoulder that I'm planning on undercooking, just for the money muscle. That's yeah. going to be that's going to be my winner. That's what's going to get me over the top. And now, and so, I imagine
1: Memphis and May, it's gonna be. They're gonna prefer yeah. a little more overcooked barbecue anyway. Well, Not
0: overcooked, no. a little more tender. Yeah, well, I mean, it is, but it's still. You don't want it mush. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, all. Definitely, you know, tenderness is a big part of it. You got to nail it. We're cooking twelve whole shoulders, and so you know we've got a and certain, two cookers. Yeah, we have got two uh, one CTO one MM that we're cooking on. Old we're gonna hickory. show one BP all old hickory we're um we'll so we'll do six on each you know have plenty of room on there do six whole shoulders um we're going to use four for the blind and that'll give me four for on site and that'll give me four for finals yeah That's so close. as soon as
1: we turn in our blind box, <laughs> so as soon as we turn in our blind box the judges are right there they're yeah, ready to I'll, come there's in there's
0: one yeah they've already staged we gotta think they're coming a long way because that mark that the park from one end to the other is about a mile. Yeah. And we're, you know, on the south end of the Tomley Park. Uh, the judging is about smack dab in the middle yeah. of Big Ten. And that's where they all get their assignments from. And so what they do, they pass out three scoring cards. And those have three name, names on it. And those judges have to walk down. They usually they usually keep the judges. So if you get one judge um, coming where we are in the park, he'll go to a few other teams not too far from us because they're not going to have them walk in from one end to the other. It's just not possible. Yeah. So you're good. You're usually the rule of thumb is you can figure about eight teams either way. You know you're gonna share some you know judges right in there. And we used to send a like a scout, like to find out where our judges went. We hadn't done it in a long time. I, I never understood mean,
1: why y'all did that. What difference did it make? Because I
0: want to know. I want to know who I'm beating, Shell. <laughs> I want to know if I'm, you know, if I'm going up against the man, Chris Lilly. I want to know I got him that day. <laughs> Getting <you>, Chris.
1: <laughs> Coming for you. <laughs>
0: He's a man to beat. He's a man he on top. He a man to beat. He
1: said last year was going to be his last year, and he's going to turn the reins over to his son. I think that
0: was just a ploy to tell the <laughs> judge. They felt sorry for him. He's going to retire, so I'll give it to him. No. You know he ain't going to quit. It's in his blood. I know. He How probably can't. Can. He might have yeah. thought he was going to quit. You know? yeah, it's, it's like Hotel California. <laughs> you can enter and you can never leave. You're stuck. We're, we're barbecue people till we die. There ain't no retiring. What's that?
1: All right, So right. Let's talk about the judges coming. So we get the booth ready. It's nice and clean. I have some plants and some little pig decorations around. I, I make it look really nice in there. It, it does. Looks really good. De- you're
0: the charge of the decorating yeah. committee. We, <coughs> Still. We got, we got the shoulders on the grill, and we get to garnish the grill, because part of it's presentation of that. They're scoring us on what the meat looks like on the grill, too. So we take some yeah. kale, and we'll make some flowers out of peppers, and we'll probably have some pineapple, some melons, something like yeah. in there. Just to... Not to, like, make it look over the top, but it really accents that shoulder laying Makes there. Makes it pop. We'll have those shoulders laid on racks, and then we'll just they'll be glazed up and ready to go. So when that judge comes in, I can talk to them about the charcoal we use. I can talk to him about the wood I smoked it with. Talk to him about the cooker, how it works, how the heat flows through it, and the time it takes for us to, to cook those shoulders on those tight pits. And then I can open it up and let them pick, up, pick out of the shoulders that are laying there, which one of these am I going to get off here, and Bring to the table, and I cooked it just for you. So they're going to get to eat this shoulder. And I'm going, you know, we're going to set it right down on a platter. And yeah, we you're set gonna,
1: them down on a table. You'll have
0: me a platter sitting there, and we'll set them across from me. And Waylon will come out there, and, and he'll dive in and pick out some of the best parts. And I'll, you know, I'll take that meat and present it to them. Tell them about each of those muscles we're giving them. Tell them about the bark, how we use our rubs, our sauces to make all of it taste so good. But it's all about the pork. Yeah. And that's you know this is my this is where I shine because I mean I can you know you give me some support to talk about They're this really cook perfect man I could them judges they, 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 I, I've had them before they didn't even have tasted taste it they knew it was good I done convinced them so much I had a tight shoulder I knew it was too tight to pull anything from so I just told them how good the sauce and rub was made finals that day <laughs> that wasn't in May <laughs> no that that's wasn't Memphis in May but hey you gotta have, you gotta be able to sell it now that's yeah, all that's do. part of it memphis and may it's a little bit of a they say dog and pony show i don't know what you call it but it is it's salesmanship
1: but the judges they really get the best deal of the day because they get to go to the top teams in the country sit down and have them cherry pick the best meat from a shoulder a whole hog where else ribs. can you do that and have them feed it to you, you know,
0: special. If I wouldn't cook in Memphis in May, I, I guarantee I'd be their judging yeah. because there's nothing else like it. And I think you have to, like, they actually charge you to be a judge. Like a hundred bucks or something? I don't even know if it's that high. I mean, it, it used to be bucks. like 25 bucks. Yeah. I don't know if it's went up. I'm sure it's went up, but... You need to
1: be certified, and they offer a certification Yeah, you get
0: certified, and then you get to go out and try some of the best barbecue in the world. I mean, if you come to Killer Halls, you're going to try some of the best (laughs) in the world. I don't know about those other guys. There's a few of them out there that can cook.
1: (laughs) So Uh, they stay for, what, 12 to 15 minutes? They get
0: 15-minute windows, and then you got to think you have another judge sitting there waiting to come in. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to reset and do this whole thing over. And it sounds like, oh, man, 45 minutes, how am I going to do this? It goes by so fast. Blink of an eye, it is over.
1: and we're in the back because we kind of have your front crew and your back crew
0: yeah and front of the house back of the house yeah
1: you and waylon kind of handle it from the front of the house She and mark williams helps you know with that too and then me and jamie are kind of in the back of the house and
0: getting things set yeah
1: and we help you know break down the shoulders when the judges are gone take that meat and break it down bag it up
0: get it ready get see it. i always tell them to come back yeah i want the judges to come back invite them back because i tell them you know this is you're part of the family. You come and visit it with us, sit down. We, we made this just for you. I'll let you take it home. I mean, you know, after I picked through the shoulder and, and fed them from it, I mean, it's not like they contaminated or anything. So we them yeah. gloves and we do it. But I tell them that is their shoulder. So if they want it, if they want to walk all the way back down to our booth, hey, I'm going to have it sacked up with the their judge number on it and let them take it home. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that gives us some feedback because I've had a lot of them come back and sit and drink a cold beer with me afterwards. And say, look, you know, you know, yours was really good, but I went to Chris's, and his was this and this and this. Yeah. So I use it as feedback. I mean, you know, grand scheme of it, I, you know, I know my stuff's the best. I mean, that's <laughs> that's I'm confident going in, but. There's going to be days where it doesn't turn out the best. I mean, you and, can and, always learn And you can always learn. Way. You know me. I'm always learning Especially learn. when we're
1: at First Start now. That yeah. was really valuable it got feedback. got you better. Yeah.
0: That's the one thing that I miss, say, in KCBS or SCA or something like that, is judges' feedback. And I've always been real big about going and taking a judging class, going out and judging contests, and talking to teams, and me getting feedback. Because I feel like that's how mm-hmm. I get to become better at competition barbecue. I mean, yeah, you're going to have some of them that have their opinion and know how to do it better than you, and I, you know, I listen to those too. But there's going to be something I can pick up on to, to make me – I mean, if, if one thing is just communicating with a judge, I might see him down the road. Yeah. You know, you never know. You might get that same judge two years from now, and he's going to remember you as, as the guy that he invited me back. He said, I yeah, listen to what I had to you know, say to him, and maybe change, changed, maybe didn't, but it builds that relationship.
1: That's always a good thing. So after you do your blind box – you have your three judges come, then the you sit and game. wait.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the worst part of that day. And you know, I you mean, get
1: nervous, and there's usually alcohol there. <laughs> you usually what, end up yeah. drinking too much. Oh, I well. say you, <laughs> I do too. Well,
0: I mean that's you know that's where it all builds up for because you've been out there this whole week. Your feet it, hurt
1: by it, that point. You're
0: tired. You've walked that hill, you know, several times. Who wants to count the times? And then you have to wait and see if you made it. And all that hard work goes into making that final round.
1: And they get golf carts, and they drive around golf carts, and let three top teams in ribs, three top teams in shoulder, three top teams in hog, let them know if if they They made made it. it.
0: Yeah. And if you don't make it, it's, oh, it's like a stab in the heart. (laughs) I'm not going to cry this year. You promise?
1: (laughs) I can't make any promises.
0: (laughs) I said, you know what? I remember this. Back in 2006, me and Waylon actually left after the first round because we knew there was no way we were going to make finals first year and we left and then we got a phone call get back get back we made finals and so this year i'm thinking about leaving (laughs) just go back go to go to bill street go somewhere just leave the park that way i could bring some of that good fortune and y'all can call me and say get back down here we made it but you know that's i mean that's pretty much the judgment process if you make finals
1: and then when it's all said and over,
0: they come back around like you know all. You know all uh, nine teams get one more shot, mm-hmm. and this time you're it's not just going round. up against shoulder teams. You've got a. Yeah, they
1: all go head to head. They go
0: head to. You're head to head with the ribs and the hogs at that point, and so I like. You know, us being a shoulders, I kind of consider it a little bit of advantage because we go first. We're not holding our meat near as long, or you know, if you're running a second round. But you got to think those rib guys—they go later in the day, so you've got to pretty much cook a whole separate set of ribs just for the chance of making finals, not knowing if you are or not. I mean, a hog it'll hold all day, yeah. and a lot of guys—they don't just cook one hog; they cook multiple hogs. Um, a lot of them at least cook two. Some of them cook three, but you know, and so they got plenty of meat. But I think that ribs is. Is probably the hardest one, and there hasn't been a rib winter at Memphis in May yeah, in everybody a, time. everybody always says ribs are due. Yeah, ribs are b- big time due.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of talking.
0: You gotta enjoy it. You got. I mean, it's, so it's, it's it's fun, Chill. It's yeah. all all this is like. It's the best time of the year.
1: <laughs> it's it is our Super Bowl. You know, that's when we talk about it so much. That's when we make such a big deal out of it. I, you know, hey,
0: you know, want to know what I'm cooking? Because I gotta cook and feed some folks stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm gonna, you know, I'm doing ribs, you know, I'm doing yeah. pulled pork. And That's this is some like staples. Thursday, so let's talk yeah. about Thursday. We're gonna do, I want to do some of those little pork sliders that we did where we buy the pork tenderloins and marinate them a little bit and put them on the grill and then serve them with that uh caper aioli. Uh, man, that was so and good and basil. Oh, man, we're gonna do them a little, or little no, slider roll. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna do some beef loin and do it the same way because that that that. Mayo, pesto, uh, capers, and garlic is so good on yeah. beef too. So we're gonna have sliders. You know we got to do some sausage and cheese. It's Memphis. Uh, I'm gonna get some of that country pleasing sausage and man do it up. Uh, probably gonna do some barbecue bologna. You know I gotta have that down there to make that Mississippi. What do I call it? The Mississippi, Mississippi. pacemaker. It's not the Mississippi pacemaker. <laughs> you need a pacemaker <laughs> if you eat. It. I call it the peacemaker. That's what it is, ain't it? Because it's got the bologna and the pulled pork and the coleslaw. I think pacemaker may be a better one for. I think her. it is, too, actually. <laughs> this is the pacemaker. maker. You put brisket on it. It's the
1: pacemaker. And then uh, Friday, what you cooking Friday?
0: That's the Traditional. That's the day do ribs. Got to have some pulled pork. Um, you just gotta have that for coming yeah. down to Memphis of May. You gotta. And have then we are cooking ribs.
1: some ancillaries. Yeah,
0: we're doing. Oh, we're doing the beef and the exotic. I got uh, David and Ryan Magnus are coming to defend that that first place beef. You know, we walked the stage last year with the first place beef and um i'm not giving away his david's recipe because that's his pride and joy and he wins with it so but no it's a bone-in fillet he does a bone-in fillet and it man it's awesome the sauce he tops it with and everything i don't even know what it is he told me because he don't want me stealing it i'll put it on youtube (laughs) (laughs) i do have some bone-in fillets coming that i want to do some videos with here in the near future
1: so let's talk real quick about what it's like to be a tourist at memphis and may
0: see that's the one thing i think people get misunderstood Cause it is it is a lot of fun to come down to Memphis and May and know a team, and you get to come in and you get that team experience, yeah. like hanging out with us. But if you're just a spectator and you don't know anybody, don't it's a whole di- yeah, yeah yeah it's a whole different experience. I mean, yeah, sure, it's fun to walk down there and see. But do you want to see everybody else partying from, and then you're on the street and can't come in?
1: Because most but, people put you know they have a fence around their little. Yeah, it's tent. private. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, a, a private is, event, yeah. and um. They don't really let people they don't know come in unless it's you know kind of a lunch that they've that yeah. they're doing for a hospitality what, type thing. What you
0: do do though, if you're coming to Memphis and May and it's your first time and you don't know anybody, they have these different tours you can take. So Kingsford will do a tour where they come out and they have so many uh, different teams that they're set times that they're going to go and you. I think you pay a little fee, sign up for it, and they're going to take you around to these teams, and that's care, how you get to, yeah, that's yeah. how you get to know people.
1: Um, and
0: then they do some um, judging. You can, yeah, you can you go and, and you, can, you can learn to do the judging. Yeah, there's uh, People's Choice Judging. Yeah. There, there's all kinds of things to do down there other than go in somebody's booth. But I, I know a lot of times you can um, get to know people. I mean, if there's somebody there that you know you may have seen on YouTube or seen on TV, just say hi to them. Shake their hands. Talk to the guy at the gate. They may let you in some of them. I mean, I've been there. There's a lot of teams that I don't know that I'll just go by and you know introduce myself and See what they're doing. Because, I mean, now don't go in there and say, hey, can I have some free beer and barbecue? That's not the attitude <laughs> to have. Go in with questions, you know. Be interested in what they're doing. Tell them to tell you what they're cooking. And and most of the time, people will take the time to talk to you and yeah. stuff like that. You're going to make a lot of, you know, barbecue is a friendly sport. And people love to talk, and especially libations get the flow in and <laughs> people open up. I mean, it's a lot of fun. And a lot of people come to Memphis in May, you know, every year just for, there'll be 100,000 people come through there. Yeah. Walk and, through. Yeah. yeah, so it's I mean it's a big huge event. They have good vendors there. You know if you if you want to get some barbecue, there's definitely people selling it. They don't let us give it away. You have to actually be a guest to come in and to get a beer and to have barbecue with us. They can they say you have to be a guest. Well, a guest just means. I invited you into my booth. So. It's a liability issue. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. I don't want to get in trouble with the health department or the ABC. Yeah. I mean, because I uh, could probably shut them down a lot of times.
1: <laughs> so next week, with everything going on, we're not filming a recipe.
0: No, we'll be busy. But we are going to do a lot of filming at Memphis. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do some, uh, we're going to try to do some live stuff. Michelle, you're going to probably, I know, do some recording stuff.
1: I, we'll, I'm really going to try to put together a, a, a you know, Five, ten minute video
0: on Memphis and and May. yeah. I mean, we've the never, Mivis we've,
1: experience. we've always done a little Killer bit,
0: edition. but I think that'd be cool. Almost like a little, I don't know, promo documentary style thing. Oh, we are going to get a, a
1: podcast in next week.
0: Sometime, yeah. Hopefully, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully.
1: But the next week, we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming. We
0: have, yeah, and we've. We've got a lot of stuff planned that we want to get done here in the next few weeks. As so we have yeah. a, Do you know a little you bit to of cook? break, I've got a list. I don't have it. I don't know. Don't put me on the spot on the date. <laughs> I'd have to pull out my pull out my list. You talked about
1: doing something special for Memorial Day. Yeah. But I don't remember what it was.
0: I've got it wrote down. Okay. I've got some. I'm Memphis in May. You can't ask me any questions past <laughs> Memphis in May right now. I've got Memphis in May on the brain. I'm trying to channel all this positive energy and to put me on stage. <laughs> And I'm if,
1: with you, Tony Robbins. Yeah, hey,
0: I'm, I'm gonna look in the mirror and say, <laughs> "Doggone it, I look good. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling it. This is my year."
1: <laughs> I love it, love it. I'll get on board with you, positive affirmations. That's it,
0: Affirmation. there's that Stuart Smiley still yeah. saying that last Doggone it, people, people like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. So, All right, here you. Are.
1: <laughs> so we gotta get going. Yeah, we gotta drop a trailer.
0: This time river. yeah uh, Jamie's probably out there right now yeah. with our trailer it's loaded up ready to go thank you guys for listening um, we just wanted to touch base on a little bit of what it's like for Memphis and May and hopefully we'll we'll come back and, and do the winning edition after we've done and <laughs> man there's no t- if I win Memphis and May it might be guest central we might just set up a podcast out there right after I get the trophy it might
1: not make any sense whatsoever be a lot is, of hollering ooh, and,
0: man crying hollering probably snorting and sweating <laughs> and crying and Breaking down and whiskey drinking, and, man, it's going to be fun. I can't wait, show. I might swim in a river.
1: So you can find us online. And we also have to uh, finish up our podcast, I mean our Q&A podcast. Yeah. We did part one last week. We're Memphis in May in the thick of it now. But I have a lot of questions, and we're going to get back to that, the the wrapping up our Q&A. That might be an ongoing thing. That, I think that, so. Yeah, we keep Keep going. sending those
0: in. Um, How to Barbecue Right on Instagram, on Facebook. Um.
1: If you've sent any questions this week, we've been in Vegas. We've been having Memphis May. We're going to get caught up on questions, but we might be a few days behind. Sorry about that.
0: Where can they find you, Shell?
1: Um, well, first of all, you can find Malcolm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at How to Barbecue Right. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Southern Shell.
0: Heck, yeah. That sounds like a winner to me. Y'all watch the videos on YouTube. Thanks for listening today. We hope y'all enjoyed it. This has been episode number eight. We'll see y'all after Memphis in May.